welcome to the first episode of the year of Corruption of Child Protective Services. I am your host, David Shore. I hope you had a good, happy new year. Hope your Christmas was very merry. And this one, at the beginning of the year, I hope that CPS is a thing of the past. I hope that more and more families are together, that more and more courts state that there's insufficient evidence to rip a family apart. I hope this new administration coming in actually works for the family as the presidential candidate, the president-elect Joe Biden had said, and Vice President Harris, we'll see what happens. I'm going to briefly touch on what happened on the 6th. You know, what happened there was terrible. There's always a group that's going to ruin it for everyone. There are people that, like myself, who fight for families, who fight against CPS. We have our detractors. We have our haters. We have those that want to be the center of attention. Or they're there just to tear advocates apart. Tear people apart because individuals like myself are doing something they're not. To get the information to listeners such as yourself. And I'll tell you. I'm not doing this for fame. I'm not doing this for money. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, if I was, I wouldn't be doing this off of my cell phone. That's my studio. That's the whole kit and caboodle. I do this because of the experience I had with my family, of with CPS. I've heard nightmare stories from others. CPS, they have actors that are out of control. People like Teresa Zornick, who is the director here in South Bend. And, uh, Miss Stigton, who is the state director of Indiana Department of Child Services. The list goes on and on and on. I'll just tell you, what happened yesterday is a good example of things getting out of control. But you notice that the media doesn't really talk anything about, you know, families that got ripped apart at the end of the year. Did they talk about that? No. Did they talk about the families that got reunited? No. I wonder why. I mean, I've been sending copies of this and other episodes to a reporter, a CBS reporter in South Bend, Indiana. 
Now, I don't know what the situation is. Maybe it's because this whole thing going back and forth, which I don't blame this reporter at all. But what happens is our cause gets pushed to the back. Families still get ripped apart. And for people that are in the United Kingdom and people in Canada, I'm going to state something. And you can Google this. The announcement was made recently that about people not taking the vaccine. And I'm going to explain this the best way I can. I'm paraphrasing this, so I'm not going to say it word for word. But the uh, gist of it is this. Those that refuse to take the vaccine outright will not be able to go to places such as bars, bowling alleys, movie theaters, grocery stores, even banks. They may not even be able to go to their places of employment unless they get vaccinated. Sound familiar? Those that want to wait for to see what happens, they too will be going through the same until they get the vaccine. I've heard rumors that that's going to be going not just in the United Kingdom and Canada, but worldwide. What will President Biden do? Let's hope that he doesn't follow that route. That he decides, hey, wait a minute. He's already going to be ordering, though, uh, everyone wear a mask in the United States. Even though the vaccine is coming out, even though the numbers appear to be going down. Now, what does that have to do with Child Protective Services? Well, last year, CPS was using that not just here in the United States, but around the world. That they were using that as an excuse, as a reason to take your children. In three states, Ohio, New York, and California, they have these places, you can call them FEMA camps, whatever, that will separate families. Remember the cages I spoke of about at the border? These are for people who are asymptomatic. It's just another excuse for CPS and the government to snatch your kids without a court order, violating your your constitutional rights, the Fourth Amendment, your due process. In other words, it's like we can do whatever we want because we have the CDC on our hands. They're on our side. I know that you're probably going to say, well, that's conspiracy theory. You can check this out online. New York and California is trying to get a bill passed that if you they suspect you being asymptomatic to incarcerate you for being asymptomatic, having no signs of COVID. That means they separate you from your families. Now, I want you to paint you a mental picture. 
imagine, if you will, what happened on the 6th in Washington, D.C., but nationwide. People fighting against our law enforcement, the military, CPS, for trying to break up our families. You think that that's just made up? Look what's going on currently in the country. Look what's going on. You probably heard stories. I've been seeing for over 10 years judges that were removed from the bench for judicial misconduct, for abusing their authority. Family judges where the judge will say, hey, look, I'm the adult, you're the child, and I know what's best for you. And if a child says, how do you know? You don't know me. I think we all know that things are only going to get worse from here on out. We've got to be more vigilant. That means that we're going to have to find a way in which to band together. This cannot be allowed. What can we do? Well, this is the 7th of January as I'm recording this. That means we have 13 days until the inauguration. What will happen after that? You know, I can't say. I'm hoping that Joe Biden gets the idea, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, the uh, Adoption Safe Families Act of 97, that worked then, but that's not working now. Or maybe he'll say, let's look into these. Let's find out what we can do. Maybe instead of having a large agency, let's, you know, make it smaller. Let's make it because I did tell you that Indiana now has a special division for adoptions. And the governor here said when the parental rights are terminated, not if. That's wording. When we come back, I'm going to go a little more into this. This is a little bit more personal. But I believe you, my listeners, deserve to know the truth. See what is really going on. And not just what the media wants to tell you. We'll be back. back my time when I was on I started checking things out like there was one guy from the Illinois DCFS who knows what it's like to be in the system what does he do he does the exact same thing that they did to him he helps tear families apart Department of Children and Family from Canada. They have that Carlos Morales. Of course, you've heard of Anonymous. 
in the interest of the children, Bruce Tanner. Twelve arrests in Polk County for child abuse and other charges. This goes on and on and on. Judges being removed, like I said. Just because the election's over, that doesn't mean we can sit back. Oh, no, 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 no. And President Biden, Vice President Harris, chances are you're listening to this. The people, not just in the United States, but around the world, are going to be watching. Now, President Biden, I'm going to say this right now. You talked about President Trump, what he did. You also talked about that you were for family. It's time to prove that. It's time to show that you are for the family. Number one, repeal the Adoption and Safe Family Act. Now, you're probably going to say, what are you going to replace it with? Well, I've got a bright idea. Department of Justice could come up with something whereby it was, okay, since CPS has been ripping families apart, that their own people have been abusing these children up to including having them killed. Why don't we do something different? Let law enforcement handle it. Still have Child Protective Services social workers, but don't have it to the extent you have now. And above all, abolish, do away with the adoption division of, like, Department of Child Services, like here in Indiana. Get rid of it. Say, no, you can't have that. If that's what you're going to use the money for, we'll take it back. I mean, after all, under President Trump and under Eric Holcomb and Terry Stigton abuses just went up allegations lawsuits we still have two lawsuits pending against the Indiana Department of Child Services if Terry Stigton is smart she will resign But then again, this bitch is too damn stupid to be able to realize that she's on a sinking ship. The courts are going to rule in these people's favor. More money is going to be shelled out. It means DCS is going to have less money to operate on. Mary Beth Bonaventura was right. These kids are going to die, but not at their parents' hands at the hands of those that are supposed to be protecting them. The people of the state. They're going to be sexually abused. They're going to be physically abused. They're going to be malnourished. I mean, my daughter told me when she was in foster care, she felt like she could only have one plate of food. I mean... She was never really treated as part of the family, even though they said, oh yeah, they're treated as part of the family. Those of you listening, 
not just here in the United States, not just here in Indiana, but around the world. You hear two sets of stories. One set is, oh yeah, they're treated part of the family. Look, you see the nice advertisements. Everyone's having a good time, laughing and everything, talking to one another. And then there's the truth. And chances are the truth is not that good. Mark Wahlberg made a movie about that, whereby, oh yeah, the kids are uh, disobedient and all. Hey, Mr. Wahlberg, did you forget where you came from? I'd like to bring something up to you. Chances are nine times out of ten, those kids are angry because they're hurt. Because they want to go back to mommy and daddy. It's not about the opioid epidemic. It's about the fact that CPS gets money off of these kids. But what are we supposed to do? Oh, we're supposed to just ignore it. It'll go away. Oh, you know, these kids are being abused and all. You mean to tell me that the numbers go up? more and more and more and more. Like I said, I mean, if I were to tell you again how much money Indiana gets, people probably say, oh, Indiana doesn't get that much. But then again, you have to look at it this way. Why would people say that? Think about it. Why would someone like me say something like that? Well, my thoughts are this. We need to do something other than just sit. We need to do something other than talk. I'm not talking what happened on the 6th. No. That is the extreme case. Protesting? Yes. Get in front of their homes and, you know, protest back and forth. But peacefully. Do not bring weapons out. And for members of Antifa, if you were part of that, I don't know what you're trying to prove. Families need to be staying together. I remember growing up, we didn't have it the way it is now. I mean, families stayed together. There was discipline, not abuse. When a child was abused, yeah, there was an investigation, but chances are they got help. Now, there may be some people listening in the United States that says, well, that didn't happen to me. And for that, I am sorry you went through that. I'm sorry that the system failed you. Then again, maybe they thought, well, that child's not going to be worth doing anything for. That one, on the other hand, yeah. How many people have been having their lives uprooted because of CPS? How many false allegations made on good, loving parents? Because you got some nosy neighbor who doesn't like the way you're raising your children. That your children play in the backyard 
unsupervised. Or maybe they were in front of the yard and they feel that you should be out there. But also, you're supposed to take care, clean up the house and everything. Plus, the father is supposed to be there, but also be at his job. Maybe both parents work. So, in other words, you have to be in two places at one time. Maybe three places at one time. I say this for the nosy ones that are probably listening to this. Kiss my ass. Go fuck yourself. If you don't like how someone's raising their kids, guess what? You can close your doors. You can close your drapes. If their kids are in their yard, who the fuck are you? Knock it off. If you don't have children, that's not your neighbor's fault. And I'm about ready to say something that's probably going to piss some people off. But hey, ladies, if you're the ones that's nagging and everything, calling CPS on these people, got an idea. Why don't you lay down, spread your legs, and let a guy uh, get you pregnant. Have children of your own. If you can't have children of your own, find out if you can adopt a child. But above all, and this is one thing, and I'm going to say it right now, don't do it illegally. Don't go to the state and that state says, oh yeah, we got a child and that child, you see a child and that child hasn't even gone through screening or anything. They already have the child adopted. Be suspicious of that. If you have a neighbor, if they're having problems, help them. Be a neighbor. It's a lot better than having someone call you a stuck-up bitch or a nosy neighbor. Maybe it's time we get to know each other. You know, go up to your neighbor and say, Hi, how you doing? And she says, You know, I really don't like it if you're about your kids playing around like this. Tell the truth. If you're scared that they're going to go into the street, then do that. But don't yell at your neighbor's or call CPS. Help them out. You know, maybe the best thing to do is just, if they're playing ball, maybe keep a closer watch on them to make sure their ball doesn't go into the street. We'll be back. I was the son of a union truck driver. And my mom was a part-time waitress and full-time housewife slash mother. Growing up, we didn't have what we got today. Growing up, my, I could actually walk to the park. And all times have changed. We also knew our neighbors. We knew, pretty much knew each other. And again, areas I grew up in, we, was a small area. It was a small town, at least by uh, today's standards, it was small. 
but we didn't have what we got today. And I kind of wonder if the media has a lot to do with that. You get statistics as well, uh, X amount of uh, men have been convicted of a sex offense and blah, 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 blah. How easy it is to just accuse a man or a woman now. It's happening now also with women being falsely accused, wrongfully convicted of doing something that they keep saying, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Now I know you'll say, well, there's millions of innocent people in prison, or at least they claim to be innocent. And trying to prove your innocence, how many of them actually are successful? You kind of wonder the ones that are screaming the loudest about the, like, we need more money for CPS or we need more money to protect our children from child predators. You know, look at somebody like Jeffrey Epstein. He was associated with the Clintons understand now I don't know how true it is Brett Kavanaugh remember the guy that Donald Trump said hey look I want this guy for the Supreme Court interesting how that works our children are the future our children are the ones that will when we're gone have to lead this country not just into this century but into the next you know we have politicians act like babies maybe we should let our kids run it I mean if they're going to act juvenile why don't we just put a bunch of juveniles in there we can guide them lead them isn't that what we the parents are supposed to do According to CPS, we're not allowed to do that. If we try to teach our children something different than what the government says, we're abusing our children. When was that a bad thing? We teach them right from wrong. Again, going back to what happened on the 6th, if we were to teach our children, hey, look, if you storm... If you go and break into, like, a building in Washington, D.C., especially the center of the house, and there are people in there, there are consequences. You break a window. You just broke the law. If you hurt someone, you just broke the law. So why aren't we allowed to tell our children If you harm someone, you're going to be punished. When was that a bad thing? Why is it a bad thing that a father can be with the mother and the child? Why are they being punished? I mean, the other day I read something online that Nancy Pelosi wants to break up the family unit. If Nancy Pelosi is like that, 
Maybe it's time for her to step down. Maybe it's time for politicians, not just Nancy Pelosi, but any politician that wants to break up the family unit. Let them remember what family is really all about. Did they not get enough love at home? Was their family that dysfunctional that you didn't show any kind of affection? That you didn't discipline them? Or maybe they disciplined them too much. You know, when we get right down to it, we, the parents, are the ones that are responsible for bringing our children into this world, raising these children, teaching them right from wrong, teaching them the consequences of their actions, their Actions do have consequences, good and bad, right and wrong. And that life is just a learning process. Are you going to get it right all the time? No. And tell your children that. You're going to make mistakes. It's nothing wrong about making mistakes. You can't learn unless you make a mistake. If no one made mistakes, then no one knows about losing. And when they finally hit a loss, it devastates them. So, it builds character. And the parents, you know, if stress gets to you, find healthy ways in which to release that stress. Things like exercise, take a walk. And for the mommy and daddies, <laughs> I think you know what I'm going to get at there, so I don't have to uh, go into that. But most importantly, and ladies, and I notice that my listeners, predominantly it is female. Yes, I know you men are there, and people that don't want to be identified either way, which I respect that. We have to learn, I, I've been saying this over and over, we have to learn to communicate. And I'm not, now I'm not just going to say not with each other, not just with each other, but also with your children. Yes, there is discipline. But if you remember as a child, you got yelled at. And maybe you didn't even understand why you were getting yelled at. Maybe that's the whole point. Maybe we should, as parents, if we're getting mad and the child looks hurt and they really don't understand why, maybe sitting down and telling them what they did was wrong, explain the situation. Maybe by doing that, helping them you know still they have to be some sort of punishment but mostly let's sit down with our kids and CPS just stand back let parents be parents let families stay together help them guide them and people like Miss Stigden 
and Ms. Zornig, go fuck yourselves. You're not going to be making bonuses off of these families. I don't care. You know, if you want to make big bucks, you know, there's streets in Chicago that you can make big bucks off of. Go to Rush Street. I hear that it's still making good money. Or go to Percy or something. Go downtown Chicago. Oh, that's right. There's currently locked down. Hey, on a brighter note, at least you're going to know who's coming. But mostly, getting back to this, we are the parents. We are the ones that bring these children into the world. Maybe we should get a town. No CPS allowed. Maybe we should start a section of the country. Move there. Maybe we should even find, you know, an island or something. Build it up and have an island whereby we set up our own rules. We raise our children. We show our children right from wrong. We teach them how to survive. And above all, let's show our kids the value of hard work and the value of a dollar. After all, how would we like it where in the future homelessness is a thing of the past? Because people took the opportunity to show the saying... Give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Teach a man to fish, he eats for a lifetime. I think it's time that we do that. If anything I've learned, especially recently, life is too short. We've only got a short amount of time on this world. Then when it's over, it's over. What will we do at the end of our lives? Let's not have regrets. Let's have a world without CPS. A world that our kids will actually say to us, thanks mom and dad, or thanks grandma and grandpa. You showed us that we can be better that we don't always have to use physical violence but also you taught us right from wrong without making us feel as if we've done something wrong they may have done something but maybe they didn't understand that what they did was wrong or maybe we did not explain it well enough for CPS once your doors are closed I don't care what you do you can go play hopscotch in the middle of the road as far as I'm concerned find something else to do if you want to be a counselor be a counselor but help people don't tear them apart maybe in 2021 DCS, CPS and all the other initials Make this the year of 
keeping the family together, not tearing them apart. This is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services. May God bless. May God bless the world. And above all, may God bless your families. <laughs>